0: Hi there, this is Anirban and we are back with episode number 3. Yes, it has been a bit of time since we last caught up, but now that we are here, let us get into it. This has been a period of extremely tough decision making for businesses. We have had to make some tough calls on talent, paying salaries, on keeping shutters up or down, deciding on balance sheet versus emotions. Changing course or holding on, evolving or conserving, this is by no means an easy position to be in. For many professionals, we've had to think of either to recast our career or our choices, given the current situation. And for leadership, it has been a tough test of their character and of their intention. As you might have already guessed, this episode is about making those tough calls which seemed weighed heavy on both sides. It is not always clear what could be the tougher call. We will try to have clarity on how to go about with decisions which seem tough to call. We are also going to have a special guest on the show, discussing some practical aspects of making such calls, which impact business and people equally. So here we go. Part 1. Decisions define us. The Cambridge Dictionary describes decisions as a choice that you make about something after thinking about several possibilities. From our perspective, decision is an expression of our intention either consciously or unconsciously. Talking about intention, it is amazing if you have had the time to introspect on our discussion on intention. If not, give us a listen to our second episode. Remember, you don't need to be perfect about it. Just be honest. So here goes the hard part. All our decisions, either conscious or unconscious, comes from our intention. And our intention defines the person we are, where we are coming from, and very importantly, where we are going. Part 2 Either we make decisions or decisions make us. All our decisions impact who we are. They either reinforce the intention that we are trying to pursue or the intention that got set for us because we did not choose. Yes, nature has its own way in forcing our hand and it will not always choose for our good because man it's got a world to keep in balance and these can be either decisions we make on our own or make under pressure or we delegate make no mistake even when the decisions we believe we are delegating are also decisions we are making delegation of decision means we either trusting someone with the decision or we are passing on the responsibility to someone else. Or we are too scared to take it on ourselves. It could also mean we believe we have solved the problem by making it someone else's problem. Whatever the case, a true leader always bears the responsibility of his team and their actions. Unless the leader is of the nature where they look for victims to blame, once things start falling apart. But then, such leaders may hold a position, but are not the ones who lead. But whichever way it is, it shapes the perception, ours and people's, of who we really are. We may ask, now how is that? How is that that the decisions made by someone else makes me responsible? Well, my dear friend, this is the burden of leadership. And if we choose to lead we will have to take the responsibility. We may choose not to and pass the blame, but we very well know where that takes us. It takes us to chaos and loss of focus in the organization, away from our true goal. If we have decided to lead, our primary task is to make decisions and decisions particularly relating to people. Don't let anyone create any other illusion for you. Part 3 Decisions made for me or decisions made for us Think about the next few questions carefully. Do we put ourselves in the decisions we make? What does that say to us about such a person? Would we like to work for someone who thinks this way? Whichever way, If you are happy with the answers of these questions, then we are doing fine. Otherwise, we have a few things to discuss. Ratan Tata, chairman of Tata Trusts that controls the Tata Group companies, has come out strongly in defense of not laying off people at such difficult times. He says, it is impossible to survive as a company if one is not sensitive to its people. Instead of laying off people, Tata Group has cut salaries of top management by 20%. Okay, so if we retort by saying small businesses can't operate like a 113 billion turnover company employing 7.2 lakh people, then let's remember that it is about our mindset and intention more than the size of our businesses. Let's wait till the end of the episode and we might have the perfect answer. Moving forward, talking about making decisions for us as against me, we must hear this remarkable story from a talk of Simon Sinek. Bob Chapman, who runs a large manufacturing company in the US called Barry Wimiller, was hit very hard by the recession in 2008. They lost 30% of their orders overnight. They could no longer afford their talent pool. They needed to save 10 million dollars. So, like many companies today, the board got together and discussed layoffs. But Bob refused to fire anyone. And so, they had to come up with a furlough program. Every employee, from secretary to CEO, was required to take four weeks of unpaid vacation. They could take it anytime they wanted and they did not have to take it consecutively. But it was how Bob announced the program that mattered so much. He said, It's better that we should all suffer a little than any of us should have to suffer a lot. And morale shot up. They saved $20 million. Most importantly, trust and cooperation reached higher levels, as would be expected when people feel safe and protected by the leadership in the organization. And quite spontaneously, people started trading with each other. Those who could afford it more would trade with those who could afford it less. People would take five weeks so that somebody else only had to take three. For the COVID-19 situation, Bob says, Right now, our focus is on our people. How can we create an environment where our people feel safe and valued? So we have done a lot of things like if you were a caring family. So each one of us is taking a little pain so that we do not hurt anybody. The key here is the business model design. We have designed a robust business model that takes us through the worst conditions. We run it conservatively, we are good stewards of our financial balance sheet, so we are going to get through this without hurting our people. This is our focus and that is the responsibility of the leadership. Part 4. Are you a designated leader or do you lead by design? You might say, what kind of question is that? What is the difference? Well, there is a huge difference. Someone who leads shows the way. They don't just park orders. They come from empathy and responsibility about people and not just business numbers. Numbers are nothing without people behind them. And we have to decide, are we the kind of person who worries about numbers for this time? Because who knows? what is in store for us the next time or are we that kind of a person who worries about the people behind the numbers and believes that the numbers can only happen if we propel the people to believe in our vision. If it is the former mindset then we may be a leader but we are not able to lead yet. People who lead have a vision for the people, community, organization or the government body that they work for and not just for themselves. Leaders know that in being able to make a difference in the lives of people around them, we will be able to feel fulfilled. Part 5. Decisions have a ripple effect Every decision we make for the business has an impact on the people in it and outside it as well. That is a burden not to be taken lightly. Furthermore, it has a high probability to boomerang back on us. Let us take a simplistic example. When we decide to cut costs by reducing the workforce, we have affected those families and their aspirations. It has also sent out a clear signal that people are not important, and are dispensable in this company. Not only will they not aspire to be part of that product or service in future, they may dissuade other people to be our clients. In addition to that, with today's pervasive media, firing people always catches attention, usually negatively for the company's image. It creates trust deficit among current and prospective employees and customers. So we will need to spend more time to build trust again for our business. That is not a great position when for an internal action, we must invest more in marketing. It is regressive in nature. As the news spreads, it also creates a negative impression among possible future investors So overall, a decision like firing people should be the final act of survival and not just the first move when things look shaky. A good leader will see this situation as an opportunity and a rallying point to get people energized to produce results. He or she has a clear vision to deliver the goals set forth. Part 6 Decision-Making Based on Trust In the jungle, when a carnivore pack attacks, the herd stands in a circle with their backs to the herd and facing outside towards the attackers. This is an impenetrable situation. The herd is strongest at this time. If one member of the herd breaks away, then the entire circle falls apart. And then it is every member for themselves. That herd circle is the circle of trust. The attackers in our case is outside environment. It could be competition, it could be recession, it could be government legislation, or it could be a pandemic. When such things happen, how does our pack react? And what does that say about us managing the pack? If we make decisions that are for us to look good to the investors, then why would the herd or the team stand with us when there is an outside onslaught? If the team sees that we are okay firing people at the slightest turbulence, then they will also react in a way that protects their self-interest. Soon, we will have a very disconnected organization that only thinks from their own perspective. Part 7. New Solutions for New Problems Peter Drucker used to say, The greatest danger in times of turbulence is not the turbulence, it is to act with yesterday's logic. What we are experiencing as a business and as an individual is unprecedented. Firing people may solve the problem for a few months, but it will not resolve the core issues that are so peculiar in the current situation. What is required is a strategy and a plan for the business to be able to continue to thrive. This could even be an opportunity that a business considers leveraging given their inherent advantages and what is a need in the market. Having an ear for what the customer is looking for right now And what we could help with could be the difference between success and failure. So what could be some of the things that we could do? Listen better. This is the time when we listen better than ever before. And we listen to not just our customers but to our employees who are on the ground. There could be hidden gems there that we never imagined. It could be quite transformative to us, our team, and the entire business. Plan conservative, act aggressive. This is a time when we will need to rehash our plans or draw up extensive plans of how we will manage business during these times. The plan must be extensive, but the approach of drawing the plans must be conservative. Contrary to that, we will need to bring a certain level of earnestness and energy to the business that is unparalleled. It must have the focus of a hawk chasing a prey, never losing sight of the target and never giving up. We are towards liberal than rigid. There is a time to follow rules and then there is a time not to. This is one of those later times. People are facing unprecedented challenges with their personal lives as well. Give them extraordinary liberties to deal with extraordinary situations. But let them know this is extraordinary. And do not decide with something lame like industry standards. Decide with empathy for the people who belong to a family, our family. So now let us go to our next section where we bring in the guests that we were talking about. We are incredibly proud to have him on our show. We are proud because he is someone who challenges all the issues that we are talking about. The best part is he is an amazingly humble person and a businessman. Prabhu with his lovely wife Manika run a fantastic company called Sparklework Films. Welcome Prabhu Asgawakar.